everybody, and welcome to Casa Loud Chats, a podcast dedicated to Nickelodeon's The Casa Grandes and the Loud House universe. And I'm your host, Sunny, and welcome to episode 41 of Casa Loud Chats. And today we are dubbing it the Casa Loud Chats Christmas special because today we're going to be discussing the two, uh, the three, uh, we're going to be discussing the Christmas episodes of The Loud House and The Casa Grandes on today's show. But today I'm actually not alone in talking about these special episodes of both shows. I have not one, but two special guests to talk about these episodes today. My first guest is, an- is, a re- is another returning guest. You know him on Twitter as Vincent Servok. Welcome back to my show, Vincent. Hey, uh, hey everybody. Hey, Sonny. <laughs> it's good to be back here. I'm you very too. excited. You too. Uh, yeah, when you you DM me asking to come back to the show so fast to talk about the Christmas episodes, of course I was excited, but I was like, why specifically these episodes? But then, but before you answer, I want to say that my second guest you decided to have on with you as well is, of course, you all know her. She's been on here so many times on my show, of course. It is my best friend in the fandom, Wyoming Parmesan, a.k.a. Nat. Welcome back to my show again, Nat. Happy to be here, especially with Sunny and with Vincent. And this is my first time being on here with Vincent also, so it's nice to be back. Yeah. Yes, it's nice to, to be here with you too, Nat. Yeah. But again, uh, Vincent, to ask you, why did you decide to have Nat on with you for this, epi- for this episode? Talk about the Christmas ones. Well, all three of us are, are, are big Ronikin shippers. Uh, and, uh, you know, when we first saw the promo for, for it, uh, the Casa Grande's uh, Christmas special, you know, we saw that, uh, that the promo of the louds at... At the apartment, and like, uh, oh man, what, what's gonna go down? And oh, is there gonna be any cameras? <laughs> but was there gonna be some sort of interactions? But uh, but we will get get to that later. Yeah, we'll definitely get to that because there was just so like for me personally, there's just so much to digest with that cameo. I'm just saying, like, yeah, there's gonna be a lot to talk about with just that cameo but yeah it's very again so so thank you guys so much for coming on for this very special episode because we're gonna be talking about christmas related episodes for the season of course but now we're gonna get into some casa news All right, so for this week, for for news of the Loud House and the Casa Grandes, there isn't much news, but most of it is big news, though. <laughs> most of it revolving around the Casa Grandes because apparently there were supposed to be new episodes that were supposedly going to air this week, but, you know, Nick didn't do that because, of course, this is December, and it's usually the highest month, and we just had new episodes well, Casa Grandes had new episodes December for the first time ever in their run. Loud House, this isn't a new thing for them. But we were like, okay, we're done with the Christmas episodes. We're done for the season. We're, you know, we're done for this year until 2021. But for someone at someone that Nick did not tell Amazon that we're not having new episodes because they leaked four new episodes on Amazon for you to watch and pay for. Now, um, I won't be talking about these episodes with you guys on the show because I want to save them for the official U.S. release and uh, Vincent hasn't seen them Nat and I have seen them 
But yeah. to say what they are, it's guilt trip, shortcut, no egrets, and meal ticket, which on my last show, I didn't have a description for meal ticket. Now we do. It's about Roddy and Sid helping Casey run his family food truck to see a Yuquan concert. So again, no spoilers for the episode, but I don't know. Should we talk about the sneak peek they posted? Because they posted a sneak peek of the episode meal ticket on the YouTube page. So would that be okay? Or is that still a spoiler? Have you seen it, Vincent? Yeah, I have. Okay, he's seen that one. Okay, yeah. So basically, that's the peak. Again, somebody in Nickelodeon didn't tell them the memo. But yeah, these episodes were supposed to air. And they they released the last six minutes of the episode on the YouTube page. So you can watch that if if you don't care about spoilers. But it is the last six minutes of the episode, Meal Ticket, which is a Roddy and Sid episode. It was really cute, though. I... I like that clip. Did you guys enjoy that clip from what you saw? Yeah, it was really cute. Yeah, Ronnie and, and, and Sid to, to, to go well together, especially when the fa- fans for Yoon Kwan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're be- they're, well, that here is a expert on K-pop and J-pop stuff, so I bet you enjoyed that stuff. I bet, I bet, yeah. I bet Ronnie and Sid being huge fans is what it's like to be a fan of those groups, you know? Yeah, pretty much. And just wanting them to notice you. And and I know that, like, um, I'm glad that they showed the kid. Like, they're actually singing this time. Because, like, one of the complaints I had was, like, anytime they show them listening to K-pop, it's just instrumental music. I was like, no, you. there is more to it. Like, they in actual K-pop, they do sing in Korean. But I know that since this is in the English version of this show, they're going to be singing in English, of course. So now it makes me wonder if you watch the Korean dub, if it's like you're listening to actual K-pop. Yeah, well, do do the bands, <laughs> like, do they perform in in uh, English, too, or just... Um, it depends, like, on which group it is, because a lot of K-pop nowadays, like, has become very mainstream here in the U.S., and so there's a lot of K-pop groups, like BTS, TWICE, um, probably other ones I'm not thinking of. They have songs they that are in English, or, like, they make English versions of their songs now. To kind of try to cater more towards the American audience. But they do sing in Korean most of the time. And they do Japanese also. Yeah, so who voices Yu Kwan? His name is Justin Jane J. Lee or JT. He's in a K-pop group called BTA. Or BG or BGA. I don't know which one it is, but he's in a K-pop group, so he is he is part of it, so that's what makes it more authentic than just getting like hey. a sound alike or someone who could sound yeah. K-pop, you know, member. It's actually someone who's part of a K-pop group, so that makes it more authentic. Because, like, when I posted yeah. about it, someone was like, I, someone had that same complaint that, that they were, they were, they were singing in English, but then I told them it's actually somebody who's part of a K-pop group, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah, and I, like I said, it's an American show, so of course, you know, they're gonna sing in English, because, like, even in the Casa Grandes, they might have, like, Spanish words, but they're still speaking English because it's an English show. But, yeah, I guess they changed his voice because he was voiced by Eric Nam. And Eric Nam is an actual, he's a K-pop artist too. So I'd have to look into that. I've never heard of this guy before. Yeah, I looked him up and apparently it lists him as an American actor, but he's in a K-pop group. I think it's called BGA or BTJ. I can't remember. It's something like that. Like, I thought it was BTS. Okay. But say like something like that. So No. Okay. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be so cool, though. Like, I, I'm not like K-pop, yeah. but BTS, their new song, I heard, was like actually pretty good. So 
Um, was it Life Goes On? Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, that one is good. And they actually do have a member that speaks English, too. So maybe one day. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, again, if you want to see the sneak peek for Meal Ticket, it is up on the YouTube page. It is still there. I don't know if they're going to take it up town. Maybe they will once they find out they made a goof about it. But also with the two episodes, or the four episodes, two in each, two in each episode, you can buy them on Amazon if you have Prime or just Amazon, they're like $2.99, pretty cheap. You know, you could buy them and watch them. But again, don't post spoilers about the episodes on, or tag them as spoilers, but don't post about them until the official U.S. release, which will probably be in early 2021. So, you know, just, just wait a yeah. month to talk about them. And then, you know, because there's a lot of good stuff in the episode, I could say that. But, you know, wait till 2021 yeah. and then we can all talk about it. I'll have an episode about mm-hmm. it next year. All right. So, and I do. Th- yes. No I do think. Oh, I said, I think they took down the first two, but the other two are still on there. Yeah. So if you bought the first two episodes, Guilt Trip and Shortcut, I still have them. But if you didn't purchase them the day they came out, they did, they, they, they did take them down. So I bought the two other episodes, No Egrets and Meal Ticket today or yesterday. Was it today? I think it was today they released. 3 a.m. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so I have them, but again, they might take them down once you purchase them. But yeah, but I mean, they are early releases, but if you are buying them on Amazon, technically you're supporting the show by buying them. So if you can still purchase the episodes, you can. But remember, they are early releases, so don't spoil them. The title cards are up for everybody to see. That's not too spoily, but the episodes themselves, just don't talk about them until they come out probably next year. Okay, so as for that, the only other thing I have for news for the Casa Grandes is that the Season 1 DVD is going to be coming out next year. We're getting a full season of the Casa Grandes, Season 1, the entire season, on DVD next year. The Latter House didn't even get that. They got, like, all these multiple seasons and DVDs. I don't know, like, yeah. volumes? I don't understand why they did that for the Loud House, but yet the Casa Grandes gets a full DVD release. I mean, yeah. then, then again, the Casa Grandes mm-hmm. only had 20 ep- 19, 20 episodes in season one versus the Loud House, who always has 25. But yeah. it's still strange. I mean, it's cool. I can't wait to have it in my collection. But still, it's very interesting to decide to do a full release of it on DVD that just slicing it into two volumes, like the Loud House. Yeah, so maybe, we. you know how we always get a Loud House DVD every year. So, yeah. like, they've already... The first two seasons are available. So, I think this next year they'll probably do the first half of season three. But that'd be kind of cool if they would just release, the whole, like, a box set of the whole season. Yeah, they should do that eventually. What's the show? And especially over? because... Yeah. Yeah, especially... Yeah, especially because Nickelodeon, like, that's what they do now is, like, they've been releasing, like, box sets of some of their other cartoons. And so I'm like, why don't they do that with the Loud House, too? Yeah, I think eventually, like, once the show is over, they can do, like, a full-on collection with The Loud House, The Casa Grandes, and, like, the movie yeah. that gets on DVD or something. Like, they could do a full yeah. collection like that, if they can. Or less to split up the shows, but it'd be cool to get, like, a full yeah. band set of both shows together would be really cool. Yeah, that I was gonna say, because they split Avatar and The Legend of Korra into two different box sets, so... Any way they can make more money, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's going to be coming out next year. I believe it's March when it's releasing on DVD or February. I can't remember. It's early February 1st, I think. Oh, 
Oh, well, okay. Well, I'm getting it early. That's my birthday month. <laughs> Happy birthday <laughs> to me. <laughs> present. That's my birthday present that year. Yeah, all right. And when Yeah. When does the first um, Cross Grande's graphic novel come out? Because I, I know that's soon, I too. I believe it's in March. I believe it's in March. Okay. Although, yeah, I got some secrets about that, that comic. I can't say because I got a source on it, but they told me there's some really good stuff in that one. I mean, I know there's going to be... Um, it's gonna be a, a collection of um, or of, of uh, comics that were in the other Loud House ones with Casagrandes, but there's gonna be a few new stories. But again, I can't say much. But what's what they told me about it, I'm more excited now. <laughs> You'll understand. You'll get it. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's all the news. Of course, not much. I mean, the big news was that the episodes got leaked on Amazon. But again, most of it's Casagrandes. No Loud House news right now. Nothing about new episodes from them. Hopefully they don't leak out the new Out Loud House episodes either. <laughs> Maybe they will. I have no idea. But since Please don't. Yeah. <laughs> and I was going to do a few updates, but I'll save that for another episode. Um, so we're just going to jump into our discussion on the episodes then. So we're going to start with the Casa Grande special, because that's what aired first. The big, the first Casa Grande Christmas uh, episode, the first big Christmas episode, a very Casa Grande's Christmas. Radian is excited for the f perfect Christmas, but visits from the neighbors put her dream Nochebloa on hold. So they celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve, which is very interesting, of course. But um, before we dive into the special and analyze everything and stuff, I want to ask you guys your your personal opinion on the episode as a whole, as a special. Um, Vincent, I'd like you to go first. What did you think about the Casa Grande Christmas special overall as a special? Like overall, like I thought that the story was very solid, um, very heartwarming. Uh, um, especially you know with, with Bobby singing to, to all the neighbors, uh, um, and, and everyone's just coming uh, coming together uh, for for this uh, holiday night. It was a very very, very, very touching for for me. Uh, um, and then the ending, um, man, <laughs> just <laughs> of course the ending. Yeah, we'll talk about the ending. Um. Nat, what about you? What do you think about a very Casa Grande's Christmas as a whole? Pretty solid Christmas special. Like, I don't know if I would put it on the level of like the Loud House Christmas episode, like the first one. But they, I think, when you look at them both, though, they're both pretty solid Christmas episodes for the first one. So with this one, I also like that they kind of focused on Ronnie and. Um, wanting to spend time with her dad because, like, if you think about it, this is probably no, this is the first Christmas that they've had their dad with them in a few years, and so I think it was just very sweet that she was so adamant about wanting to spend time with her dad. And also, I liked the little um, I can't remember what it's called, but the I guess it's like a Mexican thing that they do for Christmas. I think it was. And, I think it was huh? a, a last. Po I think it was last uh, upon. Uh, what's it called? Uh, oh, last last posadas. Yes, yeah. yeah, where they get candy and stuff. And so I have to look into that because I actually was not aware of that. One. But yeah, I liked that part of it, and yeah, I did think. Well, I was gonna say I thought Ronnie Ann like it seemed like she was being a little selfish, but in but then you look at it and you kind of understand like you know she's just. An 11, 12-year-old girl who just wants to spend time with her dad who ha who she hasn't seen in years. So, it's understandable. Yeah, as for me, you know, 
I, I of course, love the Casa Grandes, and all the specials they've done have been really solid, of course. I mean, again, my mixed opinion on Operation Dad, but still sp solid special. Absolutely love Curse, of course. But then getting, of course, another hard hitter with a Christmas special, and their first Christmas special, you know, again, like Matt said, I don't think it lives up to the top tierness that is level out to leaping that episode is absolutely perfect in every possible way and this episode to me has a lot of flaws a lot of things i'll get into later but mostly what nat said i thought radia was being very very selfish especially the way that she said like oh man like if it wasn't for those dang neighbors getting in the way you know it's like radia first of all one of those dang neighbors is your best friend by the way i'm just saying <laughs> Wow, <laughs> you know, so mean. Jeez. And, and, yeah. and like, you know, they showed that they really like these neighbors. I was like, no, like, yeah, like I, I totally understand that she wanted to spend time with her family. They had these plans. I know the feeling of like waiting for your family to to like do stuff before you want to get out and stuff. But again, I felt like the way she treated the the neighbors, especially like Bobby and Ronnie, and just like wanting to kick them out, was like really selfish, especially because. We've seen them, like, have the neighbors over, like, and face the music they came over, or other times they come over, like, now you suddenly want to kick them out? All right, but, you know, that's a nitpick, but I did really like yeah. um, that this episode was mainly focused on Bobby and Ronnie Ann, because, again, they're my, they're, one mm -hmm. my, they're my favorite sibling pairing at the moment of any of the pairings in the shows, because I just love them. <laughs> Because they're brother and sister, and it, like, of course, Lincoln has a bunch of sisters, whereas Roddy and only has Bobby. And we've barely seen them, like, actually, like, bond in the show much. So to see them just be with each other for an entire episode, you know, worried about their dad, trying to help him out, was really sweet. And I'm hoping there's their lead to an actual Bobby and Roddy and Body episode. But again, yeah, it was just really nice again to see them put in, you know, Hispanic traditions of what it's like to celebrate their Christmas because again they celebrate it on Christmas Eve, which is really cool. Like they they, they celebrate it then, and like I love the animation. The so Bobby singing, of course, was great. You know, having all like them fitting all the neighbors into the apartment building looked crazy, but it was really cool. And of course, the ending. Yeah, we'll talk about the ending, but yeah, you know, very solid. You know, I I think I'll put it below level loud to leaping as a Christmas special, but it was still very enjoyable. I liked it a lot. Mm. But um, before we get into that, I you know I think you guys have waited long enough. We need to talk about that ending. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. Oh my god. You know. Um. So you know I, we all knew the labs were showing up. They showed in the promo. We were all excited at the potential of what could happen. And technically, I was right that it was at the end and it was going to be a cameo. And yeah, I was. But Lincoln got a line. That's all yes. that matters. Lincoln At least it had that. Yes. <laughs> the line that he said. Okay. There's so many ways to interpret what he actually said. Because he was like, uh, okay, first of all, he said, Hola, Mrs. Casagrande. Which, first of all, he's, he's starting to become part of the family. Because he says, Hola, like. Yeah, you know, um, but then he says like, um, you know, we were we were picking up Lori from college, but Vanzilla broke down. Can we spend Christmas with you guys? So, what do you guys think of that moment of like is saying that that Vanzilla broke down and they want to join them? Like, what do you what do you guys think of that moment? Predicted it because 
I was like, as the special is going on, I'm like, oh, they're going to use this as a gag to say, like, oh, we need more food. And I was like, that's what they're going to do. And I think it's just fun because, like, we know that these two shows are connected, but it's always just fun to be reminded, like, oh, yeah, these shows take place in the same universe. And so... I just like it that they used that as like clickbait in the trailer to be like, oh, this is this is an and after cursed of all episodes because they were in that one. Yeah. And then you have a trailer where you see the louds again and it's like, wait a minute, another crossover? But no, it was just that little gag. And it reminded me of the one that they did at the end of Croaked where Carl just ends up at the loud house yeah. and it plays the theme song. Oh my god. Like, <laughs> I still think back to that moment. I still think back to that moment where like, you know, Crota premiered on YouTube and we all saw the ending. We all lost our minds. They had it like on one of those live streams yeah. where you can't like rewind it, and so when I started the video, it was on the ending, and I was just oh like, my "What? God. Yeah, that's where it started." <laughs> I'm like, what? What? <laughs> reminded that they're still in the same universe. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy how far we come with the crossover, because like you know, in, in that moment, that was the first like side of crossover with Ka- like what Carl ended up the Loud House. Then all of a sudden, we get cursed. Look at that development of the crossover. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry that the house. <laughs> uh, but uh, Vincent, what about you? What did you think of Lincoln's <laughs> little cameo at the end of the episode? Well, uh, I think I, I was really anxious when we first saw the uh, the promo for for, for that. Uh, and uh, hey, yeah, uh, I was at the uh, I was posted on Twitter like uh, if it was just, just like just a cameo, I was gonna, gonna go go mad. But uh, yeah, it did turn out to be a cameo. But at least Lincoln did did ha- have a line, so it's better than, than uh, and he it's better than just uh, uh, just uh, showing up with, 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 for, for no apparent reason. Uh, um, but but yeah, I I realized uh, you know we had the last in the cosmic rise already occurs, which was I think was about as enough as what we can get, and um, and like had to it did it again like. I, I probably probably more did than enough for all of us, but but yeah. Um, for me, like like let's let's do, do some. I have some pros and cons for, for this. Okay. Um, pro, um, pro. Like at least <laughs> had a line. Uh, um, let the, the numbers. Uh, um, a reason to uh, to, uh, to stay at the Casa Grande for, for Christmas, <laughs> and they, they had the, the numbers on their faces. Uh, Con, it was only for ten seconds, <laughs> and uh, you know, it had they had done a couple of minutes of, of, of uh, some interactions with Luke, I think it had interactions with like Sid and Ryan, because you know I'm a diehard Sidonikin fan, <laughs> and uh, maybe a, 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 some quick interaction with Arturo, <laughs> but uh, but but no. You, you, you can't expect that things to, to go the way you you, you you can't expect that things the way you go you would think. <laughs> and um, what else was I gonna say? Um, but yeah, but but it's still I think this is better than, than just for dropping the for no pair reason. And I think we can say that after the, the, that night, I guess um, I, I guess a few questions for me. Like I guess 
I guess that's what we're sick. I guess to know uh, uh, the, the, the whole Lincoln's whole, whole family. And uh, maybe that's a lot of, I like it. A lot of, I like it to know each other. <laughs> that, that, that just makes me think about that. But, um, but yeah, it's just a, 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 a lot of thoughts that come to that after the last just visit the, just visit the, the apartment at, at the end. Um, but that, that's my, but yeah, that, 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 that's sort of, that's my analysis for that cameo. <laughs> so I'm going to go about this. Um, you know, so uh, this cameo, you know, again, it was only like a few moment, a few, a few, a few minutes, which of course, again, I was very happy that Lincoln got a line. I was worried that they were just going to show up and wave and that was it. Like everybody was not even going to like. It was gonna fade to black, but yeah, the fact they gave Lincoln a lie was enough for me to like scream and be happy, and I won, yay! I was like celebrating, you know. But um, okay, so you know, there's a lot to think about with that specific um moment because, like you said, the way that Lincoln is gesturing, you know, he looks very awkward, and of course, he looks very nervous <laughs> by saying like. Oh, we just came to pick up Gloria College, but Vanzilla broke down. Like, why is he looking so nervous when he says that? Why? Because he's a big, fat liar. (laughs) 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 You know, no, no, we all know why you're there. (laughs) Uh, Come on, come on. You, You don't have to lie. To come to Casagrandes. We all know why you're there. You want to see Rodian. It's okay. But the thing is, like, again, saying that, and at the end, with all their big grins, I think the family's on it. I think they're on, they're all in on the plan, you know? They all know Lincoln wants to see Rodian. They helped out in some sort of way. They wouldn't be smiling that awkwardly if they weren't in on the plan. Because, like, the thing is, like, you would think that Lori would want to see Bobby, right? Because, again, they're dating. But again, in this in this scene, it's Lincoln who has the line. He's the one in the middle. Like, Miri Curse for Rodian was in the middle, right? And so he's the one saying that Vanzilla broke down. And my headcanon, I made this huge headcanon on, on Twitter about it. I won't read the whole thing, but I, I made this headcanon where Lincoln, you know, like the entire family went off to, to uh, pick up Lori off, off uh, at college. And Lincoln's like, wait, you know, I, I just remember that Fairway is about a half hour from the city, right? And so, like, he he asked Lana, "Hey, Lana, can you can you do me a favor? Uh, can you have Vanzilla break down in front of Great Lake City?" And Lana's like, "Why? Um, no reason, you know. I, I oh, I know why. Because Lori, you want to see Bobby, right?" And Lori's like, "Yeah, sure, I want to see Bobby. Yeah." And Lana's just like, "No, Lincoln, we all know you want to see Ronnie." <laughs> And so, like, they break down in front of Greenland City, they, the car breaks down, and they're like, oh no! Lincoln's like, oh no! Vanzilla broke down! What a, what, what, what bad luck! And then he turns around and sees the cops grounded, Billy. like, oh, what a coincidence! We just happened to break down in front of the Casa Grande building! Lori, you want to see Bobby, right? Let's go! And Lori's like, <clears throat> Lori's like, Lincoln, what are you up to? And Lincoln's like, oh! Nothing. I, I know you just want to see your boyfriend for Christmas, right? And, and she's like, yeah, you want to see Ronnie and don't you? And Lincoln just goes, shut up, Lori. <laughs> That's my head. <laughs> That's my head. Again. Again, like, again, the fact that Lincoln looks so nervous when he's saying that Vanzilla broke down in quotation marks. And he's like, again, puts his hand behind his back and looks so awkward saying it. Because again, 
I don't feel like he would be awkward saying this if it actually happened. I think it was part of his whole plan just to see Ronnie in on Christmas and he got his entire family in on it and told them the whole thing. It was like, okay, guys, yeah, I want to see Ronnie in. Is that so much to ask? And they're like, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> we all know, Lincoln. We all know. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sorry. Like, that, that <laughs> like, I just, like, that moment to me felt like the biggest win for me that night because like they wrote this scene for me to analyze the heck out of it and again it's only a few minutes but there's so much to think about with that moment and being like no Lincoln Loud you are the biggest liar and you will admit to yet you wanted to see Ronnie and eventually you liar <laughs> it's okay buddy you'll get there someday you'll get there someday <laughs> and also another thing is yeah. Lori has her own car so, That's true. Like, <laughs> so, oh, 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 yeah. Uh, like, she could just drove up to where was all by herself. But, uh, Wait but... a minute. Oh, my God. I just thought of something. <laughs> what if it was, okay. What if it was Lincoln's idea to pick up Lori? You know, he told mom and dad that he wants them to all go see Lori because, you know, we're family. We all want to go see Lori, right? We all got to pick her up and see her again. We haven't seen her in a few months, right? And then Teddy's just like, I can see Roddy in the, in the Great Lake City. This is my whole Because <laughs> <laughs> he would do that. He would have, like, a whole, like, PowerPoint about it, a presentation, and the whole plan he has up in his room just to, just to I don't know, he sabotages Lori's car or something, so they have to pick her up. Yeah, because you're right. She has her own car. Why are they picking her up? Unless she just left it there, but you can't leave a car there during holiday break. So, yeah. yeah. I think some, Lincoln's plan got something up with that. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, the... <laughs> I'm really happy they gave us though that though, because again, like you said, these two worlds, these two shows exist in one world, of course. So they they always got to remind us of that. But again, it could have been Lori who said, "Oh hi, Bobby, I'm here to see you," or you know, her saying that the car broke down. But again, Link is the one that said it. I'm just saying, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, readings there that he wanted to see Ronnie in. I'm just saying, we all know why you're there. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, no, who, who, oh, go ahead. You know, who, who knows? You know, who knows? Uh, what, uh, Miguel, who, who got a plan for 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 party shows? <laughs> after the big moment, yeah. they cursed that whole like dramatic moment, Roddy and Lincoln. And after this, I'm like, I feel like there's something they're planning with after these two. Because like after having that, having curse, and then having the Lincoln cameo after that is like, I see you, Casa Grandes. I see you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I can go on and on about that caveat, but we can't. <laughs> I can't say on the paper. Um, but uh, unless, is there anything else you guys want to say about the cameo before we jump into other stuff in the in the special? I think um, that's good. Um, I will say. Um, I think I, I, after after the, the, that uh, tobacco, I I think. Uh, um, now I'm just wondering if we'll, we'll actually get an official uh, Loud House and Casa Grande's crossover for Christmas special, but oh I don't God. know what, what, but yeah, what the, what the chances are. Probably going to take uh, another year or two. Who knows what Miguel's going to do for us. <laughs> yeah, or another, like, holiday, like, Valentine's Day. Hello? <laughs> Could happen. Yeah, I think, I think it'll have to be, like, an hour long. 
Yes, make it an hour long. An hour long crossover episode would be like the dream. That would be like Avengers Endgame, man. Like that would be amazing. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, but uh, how about? Yep, no, go ahead. Hey, yeah, yeah. Uh, how about at least it gives us some sadistic moments yeah. in it, and how about like uh, running at the mistletoe? <laughs> Yes. My dream episode is a full 22 minute episode about Lincoln, Ronnie, and Sid. Like, I've always wanted that. But if it's just 11 minutes, I just want a full episode with those three. Just give it to me. And then I'll, I'll take it. Um, <laughs> give it to us. <laughs> but, um, uh, is there uh, anything else in the special you guys want to discuss? Any highlights from a very Casagrande Christmas you guys want to discuss? Whoever wants to go first. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know if I, I could say these highlights, but we did learn some things. Uh, uh, like uh, Becky has a toy, twin brother named uh, Ricky, and then uh, we did l l learn that that uh, Koi is in fact is, is in fact Mr. Nakamura's son. So yes. yeah, that was cool. Yeah, Miguel confirmed that on Instagram, which is pretty cool. Um, I liked that we got more backstory with Bobby and Radia because Arturo said last Christmas and. Rodian and Bobby didn't look any younger there, so I'm thinking that, okay, and that was in Royal Woods, like that, they saw that it, it was in Royal Woods, because that was a reused background from, uh, Little Lads of Leaping, but it was from Royal Woods, so, and they said last year, so I'm thinking Arturo might have visited them during the holidays, but he was probably still away in Peru, but I'm thinking he probably visited them sometime when they were still in Royal Woods, but that's my headcanon, but... It's always nice to get little glimpses of flashbacks with Rodney and Bobby in Royal Woods, but I still want more. <laughs> so it's nice to get that. Yeah. Um, I like the song. Bobby's a great singer. <laughs> Love the song. So great. Yeah, because it's Carlos from Big Time Rush. Yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you can't go wrong with him. <laughs> no. You are thinking throughout the entire episode trying to figure out a song. And also all the nice cameos we got from different characters from from uh, different episodes of season one, like the one guy from Going Overboard, the magic lady from the cat episode, and of course, Nikki, Casey, Samir, and Casey's dad, who appears in Meal Tickets. So that was really cool to see. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he appears in that episode. But it was really neat, because like, Casa Grande is always good on that continuity. Loud House, learn some things. Well, they're getting there. We'll get there. Yeah, they're getting there. They're getting there. We'll, we'll talk about that soon. But, um, uh, anything else you guys want to talk about with Casagrande Christmas? Uh, I think I'm good. Yeah, I think at this point, I think we pretty much covered everything. Alright, well, I'm also gonna say, you know, I've had complaints with Arturo staying since the beginning, because I've complained about how they just don't utilize him as a character in the show, and I'm glad that in this special, he actually got more to do as a character, so it's nice to see that they're finally giving Arturo some focus and showing more of his bonding with Bobby and Roddy Ann. And, like, at the end where he hugged Maria, too, like, it's nice that, you know, Arturo and Maria are divorced, but there's no bad blood with them. They're still cool with each other. We, they can all be family, and that's really nice. So I want to see more from Arturo, because I always complain yeah. that he's never there, but it's nice to see that at least they gave him something to do as a little subplot. So that was nice. But yeah, mm -hmm. overall, a really, a really solid Christmas episode. Again, not as amazing as Level Outs of Leaping, but, you know, just a really nice watch for a Christmas episode, for the first Casagrande Christmas episode in the show. 
All right, so let's move over to The Loud House, which had two episodes related to Christmas. We're going to talk about the first one, which is Seasons Cheating. Lincoln tries to to mess with the family gift swap. So um, what do you guys think of this episode, Seasons Cheating? Um, Vincent, you go first. What do you think of this episode, Seasons Cheating? Man, th- this episode was very heartwarming to, for, for me. Um you know, uh, uh, first we heard the story, uh, 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 synopsis at first, uh, or not synopsis, a plot, I should say. When we first heard the plot, I was kind of uh, skeptical, like, oh no, like, has Lincoln, <laughs> what's Lincoln up to? But then, yeah, hey, I know how much you defend your boy, Sonny. <laughs> and, uh, yes, and, you know, he's still 11, he's still young. Oh, oh yeah, right. Twelve. Twelve now. Uh, right, <laughs> and you no, know, he's still still got got up much to, to learn, and um, you know the the story went went, went better than, than expected. Um, yeah, like there was some very hard moment moments, and um, there was some some of the things I really liked. Uh, for instance, uh, you know, uh, let's see, um. I, I like that uh, that uh, like Luna had some interaction in this episode. Um, oh, yeah. I've always loved the, the relationship between those uh, two. Uh, uh, the fact that, uh, that he he was willing to swap with uh, that she was willing to, to, to swap with uh, Lincoln, like she was she was uh, totally cool, cool with that, uh, and even uh, Lily was cool with that too. Uh, and um, let's see. Oh yeah, there, there was also some. Uh, some t- t- some scenes that, that, that kind of t- take it back to the sweet spot. Although I, I do uh, like this episode way better than sweet than the sweet spot. Um, oh yeah, that's a hot take. I love sweet spot. That's a top, That's a that's one of my favorite season one episodes. Really? Oh, yeah. oh, oh okay. I, I mean, I, I don't know if it, you, you can blame me, but about the ending. No, <laughs> oh, I don't blame you. I think it's a really funny episode. Yeah, you know, especially with Lincoln trying to curse in the Vanzilla and like all the moments of him trying to swap. I think it's a really funny episode. But <laughs> I can agree that if you don't like it that much. <laughs> okay. And now, now, as I was saying, um, yeah, do 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 so so nice to the episode. Like, like it's just kind kind of playing things out, and he's kind of screaming at Vansilla. And let's see what else. I want to say. Oh yeah. Oh wait wait. Oh yeah. And one thing I don't like is. Oh, Chandler! Uh, uh, he, he, you know, at least he had to give up for Lola, but he had to, to, to give up his gift for, for, from Lincoln, had to give up his hardcore backpack from Luna for that. Um, but, but yeah, at least he got the presents for, for Lola, and. Uh, you know that, that 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 was a really hard moment to see between those two, and 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 then towards the end, with like giving him a painting like that was really 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 beautiful to see. That 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 was probably the best. Those the two scenes were probably the the best part of of this episode. You know, 
and then no, uh, and then there's some connections. Uh, the, 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 I, I posted on, on Twitter uh, some connections between uh, some previous episodes that 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 I can relate to. Um, or should I or should I mention it? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Yeah, all right, so uh, one of her, uh, I mean, Lola, her, 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 again, like, like it just, it just it gives you the, the same vibes uh, as like, it came off with, with, with the interaction between uh, Lana and Lincoln at the end, and as, and then as well as stars going with, where Lily made a triumph of, of Lola, and uh, and now we see that Lily has made a, a, a big opinion for, for, for Lincoln. Like those were some great connections that I see, uh, or, or not connections, uh, comparisons that, that that I see. Um, see, so yeah, overall, like like this story was was really, 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 really great. Not perfect, but still very, very enjoyable for me. All right, uh, Nat. What about you? What do you think of Seasons Cheating? Yeah, I kind of agreed with what a lot of what he said. Where it kind of felt like. A callback to season one where we go back to the original premise of the series, which is Lincoln versus his sisters or like Lincoln trying to survive with his sisters. And so we see him trying to figure out a plan to get the best present with his sisters and then like him using his mattress as like a bulletin board. And then where he goes out and screams inside of the van, like, yeah, that's a callback to the sweet spot episode. And then I just liked how, you know, um, his and as usual with like most of those episodes his selfish tendencies come back to bite him in the butt but it wasn't too bad like we've had some episodes you know that were really bad but this one was really good like it showed him that yeah like he did kind of get what he deserved by having to give up his but his present to get a present because he was too occupied thinking of himself to get his sister a gift but then I liked the scene with, like, like we talked about earlier where Nickelodeon spoiled it. But then when you actually watch the episode and then you see what leads up to that, I think that made it a lot better. Because you see him after he gave up his present, he was sad. And then we see Lily, like, looking out the window and she's sad. So then she goes and makes him a present because she knows that he's not going to get anything. It was just so cute. Yeah, like, you know, as the Resident Lincoln fan here, you know, I a lot of people worry about this episode, and I'm so glad in the end this episode was so much better than what people expected, because season five, to me, feels like a season that is written by fans of the show. It feels like they've finally gone back to their roots in season one. They like the t- they people who have watched season one and said we need to bring some of this back. You know, we need to bring back looking talk looking talking to the audience, which felt so fresh. It felt so great to see that again because you know season four only had one moment of that and that was it. Season five we had school and now we had this episode again. It feels like they were just going back to what made the Loud House the Loud House and again Lincoln versus his sisters kind of thing. But it was just so cool to see Lincoln again. Being what he's supposed to be, the man with the plan, having all these plans and planning out everything and trying to figure out how to, you know, mess with the gift swap. And again, he was selfish, but he got what he deserved. You know, he had to trade in the gift that he got for a gift for his sister. He realized he made a mistake and he he learned that he should put his sister be- sisters before him. And again, we've seen that before, but in different scenarios. And of course, you know, see Chandler again. Uh, yeah, I. Oh my god. Uh, Chandler 
like the absolute yeah. worst. Like, I don't hate Flip anymore as much as I hate Chandler now. What a jerk. Like, <laughs> why? I just don't like Chandler anymore. What an actual, actual, like, selfish jerk. Like, uh But, you know, yeah, the plot along. But, yeah, I absolutely love the callbacks to Sweet Spot with Lincoln going into the Van- Vanzilla. The callback to Cover Girls. By the way, he still has costumes of all his sisters and dresses up like them and to convince, like, his sisters to, or, like, his mom and Lori, which was strange, you know, seeing him dress up as <laughs> the mom and, and, as Rita and, and Lori to get what he wants, but, and he has it all in the filing cabinet, like, what? <laughs> okay, he's he's come a long way since the, since the, the um, the case he added it or whatever all the costumes were in the cover girls. That was, it was like they took Sweet Spot and Cover Girls and had a baby. That's what this episode feels like to me. It's a mishmash of two season one episodes. And they're both great episodes to me personally. But um, yeah, I, I really liked it. You know, again, I'm a Lincoln fan, so I guess biased, but Lily giving, giving him the drawing was absolutely adorable. Him crying tears. Oh my God. Oh, I cried. My baby. I love him. He's great. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, I, I, I really loved it. And again, to me, the Lincoln episodes have been top tier this season. Like, I have not had one single complaint about any Lincoln episode this season. You know, school, family bonding, the, uh, the, the, what was it? The news episode, Colonel Truth. This episode, I've had no complaints about Lincoln whatsoever in this season. He's been so much better this season than any other season I've seen him since season one. And that's amazing because, again, he's 12 years old now and it's growing up. So it's not, and again, Lori's at college. So it's nice to see that they're finally giving Lincoln the focus he deserved in season four and see that he's still a badass. You know, he's still the man with the plan. He could do cool things and be awesome. And I love him. And that's why he's the best character in the main show. I know Bias, but I love him. He's my boy. So yeah, I, same. Yeah, he's my boy. He deserves it. After a season that didn't give him anything, but now he deserves it. So yeah, no, I. I really liked it a lot. You know, it's 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 probably a top episode for me, but not like really high because Family Bonding is still my favorite episode of season five. But it's probably up there somewhere. But yeah, really, really liked it a lot. Um, so is there anything else you guys want to talk about with season Chidi before we get to the last episode we need to discuss? I think I'm good. I think we we think we pretty, I think I'm pretty much covered what what I said. <laughs> Oh, I forgot about one thing. The Luna scene, right? The one with her and Lincoln. I oh, yeah. That. I don't oh, yeah. know why Lincoln wanted to play a tambourine in Luna's band. I want to see that. <laughs> How? What? Why? Okay. Like, okay. First of all, Lincoln played tambourine. Perfect for his character. He's so lame. He plays the tambourine. Adorable. But why? <laughs> <laughs> why do you do that? I want to see that. <laughs> oh, I want, I want to see, see, see uh, uh, an actual episode, another episode that focuses on, on, on Luna and, and Lincoln. Yeah, we haven't had that since season, season one. And there was that comic where Lincoln became Luna's band manager, which was cool. So I'd like to see that, them incorporate that into the show. But, you know, it was just really neat <laughs> seeing Lincoln do all his man with the plan stuff, dressing up as the sisters to convince the other sisters to do the gift swap in. Yeah, I still, yeah. I still like Mr. Coconuts. One day I want to see Mr. Coconuts just leave. Like, Luann... Yeah, he was. 
Where was what what the the give like in the the rip hardcore backpack? But no, because of the darn Mister Coconuts. Yeah, he used to just he used to just be there, and they made like in the last season they made him so annoying. Yeah, I just they made it so like when Moan wants to be mean, they'll just put her on Mister Coconuts and blame the puppet. Which again, Moan, you're saying this stuff. It's not Mister Coconuts. It's you. Who's making him say it? So please stop. Like, yeah, like in the like in the podcast when he he made or like in the podcast he even made Benny upset. Like, don't do that. Yeah. Oh, I, don't know, I, mean, I don't know who I hate more, Mister or Chandler, and they're both in this episode. What could have been worse if you had Flip? Oh wait, right, we had Flip. <laughs> which we <were> next. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's talk about the final episode, which is. Oh boy, an episode with such a fan favorite character. Everybody loves this guy, right? <laughs> oh, I love him so much. A flip Miss Cra- a flip Miss Carol. Um a Scrooge like flip is visited by three ghosts. Uh well technically it's four because there's two <laughs> Lincoln Clyde, so it's four, otherwise it's three. That's official description, not me. Um three uh three or four ghosts that take on, uh, on a take of Christmas Carol. So this is a sort of, kind of-ish adaptation of Christmas Carol, which makes sense because Flip is the Scrooge or the Loud House. But, um, so Vincent, uh, what'd you think about a Flip Miss Carol this episode? What'd you think of it? Well, I thought that the episode was good for, 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 for what it is. Uh, pretty good. Uh, um, uh, my, my feelings for, for Flip haven't really changed much, but, um, but yeah, I, I, I like the idea of the, the episode. Um, it, it did it make me think about the, the, this episode from Tea Time Let's Go on Black Friday, uh, because uh, 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 the, the ghosts, uh, uh, because like, um, in Tea Time Let's Go, a Beast Boy and Side Boy ghosts of Black Friday present, and Lincoln and Clyde are the ghosts of Christmas present, and and. Uh, and in Teen Titans Go, uh, Raven was the ghost of Black Friday Future, and Lucy was the ghost of Christmas Future. Because they were also two characters for both guys, and they were both ghosts of the future. <laughs> and it did give me those vibes. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, we did learn that Flip wasn't always a car artist, but after, uh, but. It, it wasn't. It, he wasn't always a con artist, but, but it was all, all because of Scoots. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. If, I don't know if it was worse now, Flip or Scoots. My head can now is that um, uh, Scoots is uh, Chandler's grandmother because they're both bribers. That's my head can. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Flip is going to somewhat. Uh, Ernest Ways are being such a con artist, and you know, I, I, I also really like that seeing Lynn as an elf. <laughs> I, I, I like seeing seeing that. <laughs> um, yeah. What else I want to say? Um, I, I gotta say, like uh, uh, Cheryl uh, and Meryl uh, uh, and Flip. Um, they can just because they're cheap. Um, I, I guess that's something. Uh, um. Uh, but yeah, I think the, 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 the concept of the story was uh, good. Um, 
my feelings I, I still mix up with flip uh, um yeah like i said i, I don't know who, 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 i don't know who, who, who's which characters just what like I, I don't know which characters what now uh, uh, flip or scoots <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> <laughs> yep. But uh, Nat, what about you? What did you think about a flip Miss Carol? I actually thought it was pretty good because, like, you know, over the years we've seen lots and lots of Christmas Carol adaptations. Like, he was talking, like, Vincent was talking about the Teen Titans Go one. And there's, you know, like, Sunny has shown me the Muppets one. Yeah. And. There's, there was, like, a Looney Tunes one, a Disney, like, a Mickey Mouse one. There's just been, like, so many different ones. I think this one was, like, for an 11-minute one, like, I was really worried about it because I was, like, I feel like this is a story that should at least have an, a half hour. But, no, they did it in 11 minutes and without it being overly sad. Like, yeah, they did have, like, you know, the moments where they showed him, like, the results of everything that, that he did with him being a cheapskate where, like, he ruined the Louds' dinner and he gave the McBrides, like, all the cheap um, inflatables and stuff. But other than that, like, it wasn't overly dramatic or anything. I think seeing, like, a bit of a backstory on Flip is all, was kind of good, too, because we kind of see that, like, oh, he was, you know, he wasn't always a bad person. And I did like seeing all the other characters, too. Like, we saw uh, Cheryl and her sister, and then we had the McBrides. And we haven't seen the McBrides in forever. Yeah, it was cool to see them That's true. Yeah, it's been a long time. And then um, the one thing that I'm curious about, though, is are they going to keep this piece of character development for Flip or not? Like, in the other episodes? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like I said, my after last, like I said, like, after, after last Thanksgiving tried to redeem him, no, I don't believe it. And they do <laughs> great, I guess, but no, I don't believe Because then, like, if they just make him nice, that would kind of ruin what makes his stick fun. Yeah. Question mark? <laughs> yeah, like, Mr. Grouse, like, we had him in season one. Where he was kind of like how Flip is, but not as obnoxious. But then in the first Christmas episode, Eleven Loves Leaping, we see a backstory on him. And so uh, now, up since now, he's, or like since then, he's kind of been like, he's still the grouchy old neighbor, but like he's actually more tolerant of the Louds now. And he's actually nice to them, like how we had the episode with him and Lynn. So like, but I don't know about Flip because, like I said, he, like you said, he is just like, that's part of his thing is that he's just obnoxious. Yeah, like he's not. I don't. I don't like in this episode they made Flip seem really mean and of course Scrooge like, but Flip isn't exactly mean. He's just annoying. So <laughs> yeah, make him like nice, but he'll still be annoying. That's the that's the thing with that's the thing we're kind of where the, the thing that most of us complain about with Flip. It's not that we hate him as a character. We hate that he's overused in scenes that are not necessary to have him in just because they need something to be funny, you know? It's overusing him too much where it's getting kind of annoying. So, again, I don't think anything... I mean, I know people who like Flip. I, I, I'm, I don't understand why, but that's okay. But, you know, like, they'll still use him. I guess he'll be more tolerable of the louds but again he has been in the past so 
I don't know how they can shape. I, I don't know how they can make him better, but I don't know. I, I don't feel like this really has. I don't think there's really anything to him that can make him a better character. I don't know. I really don't know what to do with him at this point. I think, again, if you lose what made him funny, then I guess you kind of reduce his character. I don't know. I don't know what they'll do. <laughs> you know, I could think, I could th I think about on a flip is, is that the fact that he's voiced by John DiMaggio. I mean, you can't yeah. go wrong with him. It's true, yeah. Yeah. That's why they use him so much? Because they're like, we got we got a famous VA, we gotta use him as much as we can. But he voices Mr. Grouse too, so it's like, why, you know? Um, yeah, like, we could have, Mr. Grouse is like, he can be just as funny, because like, do you remember in the, um, the boss maybe, where he just like, randomly comes over and like, brings a bulldozer into the yeah. house? <laughs> Just that moment of, like, Mr. Grouse in the parking lot, and he's like, to Lynn, you want to watch the game? It's like, oh, look at them. They still bond. That's nice, you know? Like, yeah. I like that with Mr. Grouse. <laughs> Flip, I just, I don't know what to like about him. But, um, to, uh, anything else you want to say about the episode, Nat? No, other than, I think it was just, like, I feel like they were actually using Flips for something good for once. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, so, um, you know, like, after getting two heavy hitter episodes, like, getting the Christmas episode and then Seasons Cheating, I was, like, over the moon. Because, like, when I was watching Seasons Cheat, I was still thinking about the Lincoln cameo, and I was, like, so distracted that I had to, like, stop fangirling to watch the Lincoln one. Then I was crying at the end of that Lincoln one, and I'm like... Oh yeah, then there's the flip episode. So I have I, I kind of stopped paying attention a bit, and I was like, I have to pay attention because I'm watching these for for my show. But um, you know, as an adaptation of Christmas Carol, it's not the best one because again, it's 11 minutes. Yeah, they had to cram so much in 11 minutes, and again, no Tiny Tim, you know. But they made it work. You know, it's again, it's not the best one, but they made it the best way they could. I wish it could have been 22 minutes, but. I don't know, a 22 minute flip episode, I don't know how I would feel about that, but, you know, I think it would have been better in 22 minutes, but I have some nitpicks about this episode. I, again, they're tiny nitpicks. I don't believe Lynn Sr. could be so tied up with his restaurant that he would forget a very important day of cooking Christmas Eve and Christmas di Day dinner. I don't believe that, you know? I believe that he'd be on his game when it comes to cooking. Like, I get it. You know, you're busy on the holidays, but he's the, he cooks all the time for his family. I wouldn't believe that he wouldn't forget a very important dinner of a very special holiday, you know, but that's just a tiny nitpick on my end. But they need to do that for plot. But, um, you know, I, I don't believe this will be, like, something that changes Flip for the better just because the whole thing with the ghosts was just a dream of his, which... I love the design of the ghosts, by the way. Like, like, Lincoln and Clyde as ghosts are adorable, like, really cute with the holly. Like, I love, like, I found it strange that they decided to make both Lincoln and Clyde ghosts of Christmas present. I mean, I guess it makes sense because they had the whole thing with the McBrides, but it was just kind of strange that they decided to do both of them instead of just Lincoln or Clyde, you know? But, of course, we gotta have Click of the Cloud, but it reminded me in the Muppet Christmas Carol where in that adaptation, uh, Marley is someone who works for Scrooge, and I think Lynn was kind of the Marley in this case, because she worked for Scrooge. But in that one, oh, yeah. Marley and Marley, because they made Statler and Wardorf 
both Marley and that adaptation. So for any adaptation, you can like change things up. So, uh, you know, I was like, why are they both the ghosts of Christmas present? But I guess it makes sense. But um, the scene I found really funny was when Lucy showed uh, Flip his grave and it was just a pizza box with his name on it. <laughs> like, oh my God, that was funny. It reminded me of um, there's an episode of Darkwing Duck called Dead Duck. It's an episode where uh, Darkwing uh, gets into an accident and he thinks he died. So, like, there's a scene where there, uh, Death comes to show him what happened at his grave. And his grave is just a flower pot with his picture on it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it reminded me of. And, like, nobody cares about Flip so much that they only had a pizza box with his name on it. That's what it reminded me of. It's so funny. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know... You know, at the end, Flip, of course, was, you know, giving all these things away, even though he technically wasn't going to give away the Flippy machine, which you should, because Lincoln was very happy to see it. But, you know, very, very nice adaptation. Not my favorite adaptation of it. And, of course, it should have been 22 yeah. minutes. But still, they made it work. Like, they, they made it work very well. And, you know, nice to get some backstory on Flip and see the younger version of him again. Strange, but all right, you know, because they had to make the whole Scrooge thing work into the story. But you know, I I, I liked it. I liked it very much. You know, it it doesn't change my opinion of Flip after you know that terrible episode with him and Lisa, but still very solid. I it was it was good, very good, <laughs> very good indeed. All right, so that is our reviews of all the Christmas episodes of the Loud House and the Casa Grandes. And the last thing I want to do for this uh, episode is talk about our highlights for both shows in 2020. Because this is going to be our my last show for 2020 for Casa Loud Chats. Very sad, but we are going to be coming back in next year. So I asked lots of people on Twitter what are their highlights for 2020 of both the Loud House and the Casa Grandes. So I want to so I want to read a, a bunch of these to you guys before I ask you guys some of your favorite highlights from this year from both shows. So first, I'm going to read a one from my good friend Nino who's been on the show. He says, uh, Jerry Antics has been my favorite season four episode because of how it handled the theme of accepting the event, the edible loss of a loved one, which is something a lot of shows in Loud House's category don't really touch upon. And 2020 gave a stress test and made me love Bobby, school, the family bonding episode, the scene. I know what scene you're talking about. In curse, the scene, yes. And the entirety <laughs> of the Christmas Carol, uh, no, the entirety of Very Cascarati Christmas. All right, thank you very much, Nino. All right, next is from Burster, of course, my good, my good buddy, my Sedani fan, buddy <laughs> Burster. He writes, uh, the Casagrande episodes were all right, but some were just terrible, like Fast Feud and the Bird Has Flown. I absolutely agree. <laughs> uh. Yeah, the, the Casagrande episodes this year, just for season one, weren't really that great to me. There was a lot of, like, duds, but until the ending, of course. Um... It just couldn't compete with the ones from 2019. The last of episodes were pretty good, like school, they family bonding. Others like house flip, not so much. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Gotta love that flip episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, next one. <clears throat> um... My Chiller writes, For the Loud House, I think School was the highlight episode this year. Also, Family Bonding. I love that everybody agrees Family Bonding is a great episode. Come on! It's the best episode. <laughs> I agree. Um, because it showed that they were jumping they were jumping out of the predictable endings. I personally enjoyed Blinded by Science. 
you're you're okay to have that opinion. It's all right to have wrong opinions. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, next is from Postergeist three hundred, which is Rooster, our good buddy Rooster. Um, he writes a uh, family bonding. Lincoln was right moment. Everybody loves family bonding. I come on, everybody <laughs> loves this. Your episode, Loud House. Now you gotta make a sequel. I'm just saying, make the sequel episode now. Everybody likes it. It's on the list. Uh, schooled, of course. Um, cursed. Uh, Mary, Mary Footmas of Mary, Footmas Carol, and many more. But I'll stick to those. All right. Uh, JD, my good pal JD, writes schooled the announcement of season six at Casa Grande season three. Yeah, we're getting season six and season three at Casa Grande's. That was exciting. That was very exciting. We're gonna be a fan of these shows for a long time. It's very exciting. Um, oh, yeah. <clears throat> Plus, we have the movie coming out next year too. So oh, yeah, yeah, that's gonna be exciting. And the Christmas episodes. Uh, let's see. Um, Kay Nero writes, For starters, Lori became my favorite Slough sister. Yeah! Best sister. <laughs> Best sister Lori, always. Although Lola might be, might be my favorite now just because of the, uh, Lincoln got Lola in the Christmas episode, so I might be a little keen to Lola now. Um, <laughs> the Devil Dare episode was amazing. Family Bonnie, of course, Ghosted, and the Footmas Carol. Um, as for the Casa Grandes, aside from the Christmas episode, two episodes stuck to me, Mexican Makeover for showing Mexican culture, and Uptown Funk with Carl and Adelaide. Both very solid episodes, I agree. Uh, let's see. Uh, da, da, da. Uh, Real Gilbert Gann writes, Perfect gig was so special to me personally because it gave an opportunity to reveal myself that I'm actually bisexual. Good for you. I'm proud of you. And it was obvious to know that both Luna and Sam are officially a couple in the show nowadays. Both of them precious ladies that must be protected. I agree. Um, also, schooled is also a great moment, particularly as a milestone for the show itself. Hey, it's time that we have these kids grow up. And it's the right thing to do with the show. I don't care if anybody rants about them aging up. Yeah, we, we don't need to get into that. <laughs> um, also, curse is a fun moment because we get to see, no pun intended, two families, one roof, the lads of the casas, and one house together, and one of the greatest moments to have both Roddy and Lincoln together at the table. I agree. <laughs> Absolutely. Love seeing them together. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Amno... M Emmy Pre News says Kurt schooled the last two minutes of family bonding and all three Christmas episodes between both shows are my personal highlights. Um Vider Storm God says for me, see this cheating where Luke where oh where Luna and Link have a couple of cute sibling moments together and she buys the present he wanted. No it's cliche, but I love sibling moments with the big sis and little bro. Yeah, that was sweet of Luna to do that. Very good. I like that. Um bye. Baiti and Ferb21 says, For the Loud House episodes like Schooled, Don't You Forget About Me, of course. Uh, Coop Dreams stand out on the Casa Grande side, Operation Dad, Very Casa Grande Christmas, and VIP'd. Uh, Loud House Fan 9 says, Schooled, how, do how Double Dare You, A Very Casa Grande Christmas, Season Cheating, Ghosted, Family Bonding, Curse, and Friends of Dry Places were some of my highlights for the Loud House of the Casa Grandes in 2020. I also don't know if anyone noticed, but the animation's gotten better. I agree. And then lastly, Efron, La e Efron Loud, my good buddy, says, Cursed. Yeah, those are a lot of great highlights. I agree. Um, what about you guys? What, are, what have been some of your biggest highlights for 2020 with both shows? Uh, Vincent, why don't you go first? Some of your favorite highlights from these episodes this year, or anything from the Loud House of the Casa Grandes in 2020 to you. Oh man, where do I begin? Uh, 
well, well first of all, uh, uh, don't forget about it. it was a big one for me. Um, as much as I, I loved uh, Laurie and Lenny in that episode, I mean, they didn't have to throw a running kill, but they did. <laughs> oh my god. I remember when that episode came out and I saw the moment that Lincoln said he was going to call Roddy and I screamed my head off. And I'm like, oh my god, the episode? And then the whole episode happened? Oh my god. That was Jeez. a highlight for me, man. Alright, continue. Sorry. <laughs> That's alright. Um, let's see. Uh, um, I, I really didn't enjoy school. Uh, uh, there, was a, there was some big challenges that I had. Uh, um, for, for Lincoln and his friends, uh, Laurie and, and even Lily. Um, let's see. Um, uh, see, I'm trying to think. Do, 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 do. Uh, oh yeah, oh, definitely, definitely, because it was really enjoyable. Um, especially like, like the what when what when the custom vendors left the louds and they just but it was just running out of sand pain and then. Uh, to, to be at the screen, so zoomed out to show Lincoln, and then he says, "Smile later." Like, oh my god! Oh my <laughs> like, god! <laughs> I still think about that moment. The fact, like, you know, again, like they made it sad enough, but Lincoln saying, "Smell you later" for the first time in their relationship. Oh, they didn't have to do that, but they did. And I still think about it too much. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um. Uh, I think I, I, I have to agree with, 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 uh, with Jerry Antics, because, uh, you know, sometimes when people get, get old, and, and uh, I don't know if that's a, and, uh, of course, we can't forget Fred Willard. Uh, um, let's see. I'm trying to think, I think of someone else. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Perfect was a really a, a big, uh, 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 a step up for, for Saluda fans. Uh, um, and, God, the, 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 this thing oh, was just beautiful. Um, let me think. Uh, boy, uh, yeah, yeah. Obviously, obviously, a very custom party to uh, uh, Christmas uh, and you know, season six. Uh, she uh, was standout for, for, for me. To, uh, uh, yeah. I, and I, I really enjoyed. Uh, uh, I really enjoyed uh, a game off. Because uh, you know, it had that that, that kind of a, a strong relationship between uh, Lincoln and Lana. Oh. Like, I wanna. Oh yeah, that's a good one too. I love that episode. That's my favorite season four episode. Like, I gave that episode a ten out of ten, which I've never done for any episode in both shows. Like, oh, it's so perfect. <laughs> yes, uh, like I want to. I want to. Uh, uh, that's that's the kind of thing I, I want to feel. Uh, uh, for 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 the loud house, like that that kind of strong relationship uh, uh, going on uh, uh, between Lincoln and and sisters, uh, his sisters and and his friends in, in general. Um. So yeah, what else? Oh yeah, I really enjoyed our friends in dry places because uh, you know this changes in the air and you know. His friends are, are, are still going to be there for Lincoln because they're they they my they're my favorite king. I mean, I, I, I love I love Sadonikin, but but yeah, I, I, I really love Lincoln and so Lincoln's group of friends there. And um, let's see. Well, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I can't think of anything else. I can think of the top of my head. All right. And Nat, what about you? Do you have any big highlights for the Loud House of the Casa Grandes this year in 2020? I actually had two episodes on my birthday this year. It was Feast or Family and A Dark and Story Night. And those were both pretty fun. I feel like um, Feast or Family, no one really talks about that one. But it was like Luann and her dad. And so I thought that one was really wholesome. Because we see, you know, it showed how much Lynn Senior really cares about his kids. Because he's so excited to see one of them take interest in something. Especially with Luann because he, they already have, like, the jokes that they do together and stuff. And then the story one, that one was really fun because I thought it was, like, or it was really cool. Because, like, this is a show where, like, we don't really see a lot of fantasy stuff. And so that one was just, like, all the kids coming together to make a story. It was really creative. Um, I'm trying to look at the ones that came out this year. So we also had, um, like, I know somebody mentioned um, Perfect Gig. That one was really fun. And, like, I think, if you guys remember, I think that was one that Kevin Sullivan told me about, like, last, like, a while ago. He said that there was going to be an episode like that. And so I was like, oh, my gosh, finally. We get to see it. And then there was also the community disservice one with Lola. That one was really good, too. Oh, yeah. That's still, like, yeah. my favorite Lola episode ever. It's a perfect Lola episode. Like, like, again, with Lola episodes, she's undefeated, man. No episode with her is bad. She has absolutely perfect episodes to me. <laughs> I think I love Millie. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I like... Yeah, yeah, Melly was adorable. They brought her back in the Strife of the Party episode as a cameo. Mm-hmm. But they remember her. <laughs> and then um and then for Valentine's Day we had like the two love themed episodes, the one with Lynn and then the one with Clyde was so cute because oh. like I remember we we all Thanks. thought that it was going to be him and Emma but then it was him and Chloe. Bring back Chloe. At the end. Bring back Clyde Chloe. Bring back Chloe. Bring back Chloe. <laughs> so cute. I'm like you guys gave, like, they finally gave Clyde an actual love interest who's not one of Lincoln's sisters, especially Lori. And so they, they need to bring her back. <laughs> yeah, they need to bring her back, I swear. Don't, don't pull Rocky on her. Bring her back. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, Star was Star is Scorned was really cute, too. The one with Lola and Lily. That one was really cute, too. And I just love Lily because I love babies. So, like, anything with Lily... It's automatically adorable. Let's see. I'm trying to look at the different ones. Mm. And then, well, like, I think this one is just, like, a general thing. But, like, I really liked how this year we finally got to see the kids age up and, like, move on. Like, Lincoln going to middle school, Lori going to college, and Lenny being the um, oldest in the house, and Lily finally getting out of diapers. So, like, that's something, like, if you've been a fan of the show since season one, that's something that we've wanted for years. And we finally got it this year. So even despite all the bad things that happened this year, you can think that that's one good thing that happened. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like, and speaking of which, like, I really did like Schooled. That one was really good, especially for the first hour-long special. That one was really, really good. It was like a mini-movie. Pretty much. And I think for season five so far, I think that's probably, aside from the Christmas episodes, I think that's probably the best one. And 
Oh, and family bonding too, because that one just had like a twist ending that we, nobody was expecting. Family bonding still best episode of season five. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, for the Gundays, like you guys said, it's kind of been like a dry year for them, but it is just the first season, so I think this is just them trying things out to see what people like and stuff. Um, let's see, because I'm looking at the episodes, and there isn't really any that like stick out to me aside from maybe the oh yeah the mexican mechover one and then um i don't remember the name of it but it was the one where they wanted to do the dancing i missed that oh yeah yes those two i think were really cool because of the how they show the mexican culture like i think that's definitely this show could have like a bunch of dud episodes but then they have an episode like that and it's always good just because of some like People like me who are interested in learning about culture, different cultures and stuff. So, and then season two so far, like you said, we can't talk about some of the episodes just yet. But the ones that we have seen is the, yeah, the Halloween ones. Those were, those were okay. <laughs> well, I mean, we can't say what we saw from um, Meal Ticket. Oh, yeah. Really yeah. Good, like, very good, yeah. actually. Yeah, we haven't had a Sid and Ronnie Ann episode in so long because it feels yeah. like they've been focusing more on Ronnie Ann with her family. Right, yeah. I mean, I you know, I felt like they had a abundance of Sid on the episodes, but then this year, we only had, like, Fast Few, the one that Burster absolutely hates. And that was <laughs> just to focus on the family, which I'm like, I'm glad that they're doing that, but then I was like, well, we need Sid on You know, like, Click of a Cloud had yeah. so many episodes, like... We kind of need to get back to, you know, the main best yeah. mm -hmm. of the of duo of the, episode of the show. Yeah, and, like, I think Sid and Ronnie Ann had more episodes back in Season 4 of The Loud House, and I think yeah. that was probably because that, that was where Sid was first introduced, so that was just kind of, like, everyone trying to, like, them trying to show, us, show Sid to us to get her kind of acquainted with everyone, I guess. Yeah. And now they, you know, they've added her family and the other neighbors and stuff. So they're like trying to, okay, like someone said on, uh, someone said somewhere where it's like the Casa Grandes has a huge supporting cast, like even bigger than what yeah. the Art House had before. So it's hard that they have to juggle all these supporting characters and just put them in random scenes, which I kind of complain about because they do the same thing with Flip, where they do in Casa Grandes, where they don't know what to do, so they just put a random neighbor in an episode where it's like, why are you here? I don't know, because we need to establish that this is a big city, but, you know, it, it makes it hard, because, like, when you want to do, like, a focus episode on, like, Sidani, for example, in Meal Ticket, you gotta shove Sergio in there. Why? I don't know, you just need to, <laughs> I guess. But, uh, yeah, um... Anything else about Casa Grandes? See what else they have in store for season two. Because, like, I think we already know a lot about Ronnie Ann and Bobby because we spent the Loud House with them. So I want to see more stuff with the cousins. I still want an episode with Bobby and Ronnie and only. Because we don't oh, know yes. about them as siblings. Because, again, like, mm -hmm. they're brother and sister and they barely had an episode. Like, Ronnie Ann had episodes with spending time with all her family members, but not her brother, you know? Like, we need to ask yeah. them about them, because they spent their entire lives together, even in yeah. Woods before they moved to the city. But now and especially... Yeah, no, go ahead. Oh, and I was saying, especially because when they were in the Loud House, they kind of made it a big deal that, you know, Ronnie Ann and Bobby 
didn't have their mom around that much. So it was just the two of them all the time. Yeah. So I've talked about before, like I had a dream where I had my dream episode where Roddy and Bobby talk about like, you know, back in Royal Woods, we didn't have a lot. And now we're in the city, we have so much now, but even though we have more than what we had before, we'll always have each other. Like, that's what I've always wanted, to, like, represent their relationship, and I hope we get an episode like that in season two, just with them. You know, I, I, as much as I like Sid or Sergio or whatever, I just want an episode about them. You know, that, that, just give me that, and I won't ask for anything more. Just Roddy and Bobby, like, I'm happy the Christmas episode focused on them a lot, but I want a full-on bonding episode with just those two that's all i want for season two yes yeah, if yeah that they had they had a story in the like the cuts a lot yeah like, in the like, comics oh that was my dream episode again like because Lori, when bobby has Lori and roddy and has lincoln you know they can bond over their connection with the louds too if they wanted to do that they probably won't but i've always wanted that where it's like they have something they have in common they both have partners in the same family that's something that, that could bring them closer as well but it's like will they do that probably will not but i still want a bonding episode <laughs> <laughs> but uh let's yes see. as for me you know um for the loud house uh let's see well of course Family bonding, best season five episode, I've said before. Like, I'm so glad other people agree, because that episode, again, took what should have been a Lincoln learns another lesson or learns not to judge episode and says, yeah, Lincoln can be right sometimes and we need to trust him. Very good, season five. I agree with you. School of the Force, highlight, loved it. First one hour special. You know, I have complaints about it, but it's still a good special overall. Not as amazing family bonding, but second to that. Um, Let's see. Of course, don't you forget about me, like, when that episode dropped, and, like, again, the moment I heard Lincoln say, you know, maybe I should meet up with Roddy, and I had the biggest heart attack ever, <laughs> like, and then, like, seeing them together throughout the entire episode, just them together, like, Lincoln spent the whole day with her, not even with his family, and, like, they're together, I had, I was so happy that day. That I had, I had homework to do that day, and I just, like, quickly motivated myself to do homework that day because I was so happy. I was, like, on the moon that day. That was amazing. Um, let's see. With Loud House, uh, trying to think what else this year. Um, yeah, Friends of Dry Places I like, too, because it really fueled a lot of my Lincoln has anxiety about losing his friend's headcanon. So, it was a nice episode, you know, to get an episode about all the friends again because I do like Lincoln's friend group and it's really cool they're super close and Lincoln sees them as a second family it's really adorable uh let's see uh uh the the, the boss maybe I love that episode because we finally get to see <clears throat> we finally get to see Lenny step into the um the leader role and become the oldest sibling of the siblings now that Lori's in college so that was really cool because again season five the fact that the characters are aged up and we're seeing Lincoln in middle school, Lori in college, Lenny taking the role, and now Lily, you know, out diapers and wearing a t-shirt and shorts. It's so cool that they finally aged up the characters. And in the Casa Grandes were cursed. Uh, the, the Casa Grandes, I believe, takes place between seasons four and season five. Because in Curse, <laughs> Lily is wearing her shirt and pants. So it has to take place sometime in season five if they co- yeah. the same universe there. Um, so I guess 
the la- I guess the- oh I was just gonna say I guess the Casa Grande's characters might have aged up like in the middle of Loud House season five or yeah, something because we have no basically I- we have no idea if the Casa Grande's aged up like the Louds because they haven't said like oh Rodian is twelve years old now so unless she's gonna stay eleven just one year younger than Lincoln but I would assume. She's older now, like him, and Sid is Sid is older than Ronnie is, so she would be thirteen now, because Sid is twelve was twelve. So maybe maybe we'll have a um an, a school episode with Ronnie and her gang going up to middle school, unless they already are, but I don't know. We we have no idea, but I think they're aged up. We have no idea with that, but since they take place in season five, I assume they're aged up like the loud. So you know, but just yeah, we'll see. Um. Yeah, uh, blah, 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 blah. yeah, Cursed, obviously a highlight, my biggest anticipated episode of any of both, anything for both shows of this year, like, finding out Cursed was a crossover, you know, that catered to my needs, seeing more Rodikin, absolutely love, you know, the seed of, of Rodian, put your hand on the window, I cried, that was so surprising, we can say smell you later, oh my god, why would you do that to me, <laughs> you know, um, the Lincoln cameo in the Christmas episode was the greatest, like, moment of me winning 2020, the end of 2020, I'm like, thank you for giving me the Lincoln cameo at the end of the Christmas episode, and that line, and giving those hints that Lincoln was so nervous because he wants to see Ronnie and absolutely love. Um, yeah, again, Casa Grande's has been my main focus for this podcast before I change it to both shows, and 2020 was not nice to the Casa Grande's, like, man, they had so many dry episodes in season one that I just don't think were highlights, but like, um, <clears throat> misstep, obviously, a highlight, because when I saw Rodia's dress, I had to draw it. That drew it, like, super fast, so I did. Um, I liked Who's Shopping for Dinner, because it took what should have been a boring episode, but did really uh, cool things with it. Uh, the Mexican makeover I liked, just because Rodia's dress was cute, and I drew it, because Family Bonding was premiering the same day. Um, Uptown Funk, Carl and Adelaide were super cute together, and the first... For a first uh, episode with no Roddy in it, so they were confident enough to do an episode without her, which is cool. So they're gonna do that in season two as well. Uh, spoilers, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I think for season two, for what we've seen of it so far, they are improving, but I don't think it's at a high level yet, as some episodes were. Like season one, Casagrande's last year, they had so many heavy hitters: Horoscope, Two of Clubs. Or the family, you know, like, all those heavy hitters. We had Operation Dad, which to me is, like, was a heavy hitter, their first special, but not as great as it should have been. You know, I have complaints about the ending, but, you know. Yeah. It's it's just, you know, like, Casa Grande's had a slow, slow journey, like, really slow. Like, they had some really high highs and then super low lows, but I think season two yeah. really is going to try to improve that, especially Meal Ticket, from what I've seen, looks great so far. Again, no spoilers, but the other episodes were good as well. But again, I think, you know, with season two, now that they see what they've done with season one, I think they need, they're learning now that they need to improve on the things that they did in season one and go from there. And hopefully we'll see more of what they're improving on with season two. Because I think season one was solid, but I think season two needs to be a vastly huge improvement from season one to me personally. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, um, so, uh, before we wrap this up, I just want to ask a question to you, Vincent, first. For 2021, what, what do you want to see 
from the future of the Loud House of the Casa Grandes? Are there any episode ideas or anything that you want to see from both shows next year coming up? Well, first of all, obviously for me, give us a Satori Kid episode! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and then next up, um, uh, yeah, for the Casa Grandes, uh, um, maybe it may be, yeah, maybe we can see more interaction between uh, 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 Lori, I mean, not Lori, uh, Bobby and, and Ronnie and uh, um, we should we just to explore more between uh, Arturo and Maria's relationship. Uh, uh, why they got the, the divorced? Um, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, the, 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 let's see. Yeah, that, that, that's that's pretty much what I can think of. Um, okay. as for as for as for the Loud House, uh, um, maybe we'll, we'll explore. Uh, uh, I would like to see see more uh, more episode or so like what Lincoln and his friends will will do uh, uh, you know be being in middle school now and all uh, we'll see what 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 kind of I know I think that that they'll do next year no no Lenny being the oldest maybe an interaction between her and Lincoln and. And uh, trying to see what else. Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe. And can we get again an episode about Luna and the Wan? Yes. <laughs> uh, come on. Yeah, I, do it. We've been fighting for for five seasons, and yet we still haven't gotten a Luna and Wan episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be so easy. To do it. They hate each other for some reason. Explore it. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> uh... All right, and then uh, yeah, I think yeah, I think I think that that's pretty much what I had, what I got. All right, and Nat, what about you? Is there anything that you want to see from the Loud House or the Casa Grandes in, or both in twenty twenty one? First of all, the movie. Oh yes, of the course. Movie, of course. <laughs> <laughs> the movie. Yes, we're all excited for the movie. But I mean, for the, the movie. Shows. Yeah, the movie. Yes. Yeah. Anything for the for shows. the sh- for the show. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of want to see a like a dance episode. Oh. And I'm not sure either with um like I know we've had like we had dance dance resolution back in season 1 and then we had the we had the Sadie Hawkins dance or is that what it was? Yeah. With like we talked about earlier where Clyde wanted to go with Emma. But I think we should have like a high school one. With where we can see like Luann with Benny and then Luna with Sam, like them going to the dance together. Cause like, you know how every cartoon nowadays has like a prom or a dance episode? Like yeah. the Loud House needs to get on that one. Well, that's true. Oh, yeah. Especially cause like in the Valentine's Day one, they didn't dress up or anything. I wanna see them actually dress up for a dance. Like have them in dresses and suits. Like, yes. do that. Yeah. And also like most of the. Uh, shows that have done that it was like with their um the what like the sapphic or like the women loving women couples and so i'm like loud house y'all have saluna y'all can get on the trend of having two girls dance together at a dance come on <laughs> <laughs> that one or um 
Oh, I had I had another one. I was trying to think of what it was. I think that was it. And like I don't know, just more shipping stuff. Oh, but yeah. also, yeah, also um, for Casa Grandes, I'm not sure. Other than like, um, like what you guys said, pretty much with like Bobby Ronnie and episode, or like also just like more stuff with the cousins because like aside from Carl, because like Carl's had a lot of episodes, but like we need more like CJ. And Carlota stuff, and maybe like their parents too. Like we don't see their parents that much, aside from like gags. Yeah. So I think just like the whole Casa Grande family <laughs> in general, they need more. Aside yeah. from like maybe Rosa, because Rosa gets a lot of stuff too. Oh yeah, because well we're getting that uh, CJ and Carlota episode coming up, so we're oh yes, that. yeah, and then we're getting that Maria episode where. Rodney and helps Maria get that trip and stuff. So we're getting stuff like that eventually. Oh, yeah. yeah no spoilers. I can't say anything. <laughs> no, I think that's good. And then, yeah, outside of the show, I hope maybe we'll get some more merch next year. Oh, yeah. There's supposed to be more. Graphic- I would love. What was that? Oh, what were you going to say? I was saying there's more graphic novels coming out, of course. So we- oh, yeah. I would yeah. love. I would also love some new toys because the toys that we had before, I think Where they're all Roddy discontinued now. They have shipping. They have like a Bobby. There's a Bobby plush, but not a Ronnie yeah, one. Yeah, and she's the main Come character on. of the Casa Grandes. Come on, she's the main character. Now. Give her a plush. Put her next to Lincoln and make them kiss. I will have to show. I can live my fantasies now. Some more, yeah, like that's what I want is like more toys, more maybe some more shirts or something, just like stuff like that. I mean, they also <laughs> make a Casa Grande DVD. I hope they make more Casa Grande mm-hmm. merch because again, give me a Rodian figure or it's plush. Oh yeah, and I put her next. And I <laughs> and I know like there was some limited time stuff at Comic Con, which I think you were able to. Somebody yeah. sent you one. Ryan did. He sent me a bunch of stuff. Like he sent me. A lot of the promotional stuff they did for Comic-Cons, which are amazing. They're part of my collection. Uh, but yeah, you had to get those online and he bought them for me. <laughs> but yeah. to give to the public would be great. Just figures. Plush. Roddy and Plush. Official. Roddy and yeah. Plush. 2021. And like, I want it. There are, and like, there are some loud siblings that don't even have toys. Like, I think Luann, has, Luann got a plushie and Lynn got a plushie. But like the figures that we had, like they only had certain siblings. So yeah. like at least I think I think all of them have had a toy now. But like only certain ones got plushies, certain ones got figures. But like Roddy I just want uh, a plushie and not Roddy Ann, the yeah. main character of the <laughs> Roddy, By the way, has a close relationship with Lincoln, but no, Clyde oh. and Bobby get toys, not Roddy Ann. <laughs> you know what, what? You know what would be really fun to have is what? like you know how they have like those doll houses. They could have a dollhouse of the Loud House and then one with like the Casa Grande's oh apartment. God. And like you can buy both of them and then have figures. You can buy the figures separately and then like connect them together. Oh like that would God. be so much fun. That would be the dream. <laughs> oh my gosh. That, like, Nick, if Nick was listening, get on that. Write notes. <laughs> I would buy, like, I, like, listen, I am. I am almost 23 years old. I will buy a Loud House dollhouse. Dude, if anything they make Roddy in, I will buy. It's $100. If you give me that Roddy in plus it's $100, I will pay for it the moment it comes out. I'm getting that. Or a figure or something. Any of Roddy in, please. I need more merchandise with my girl on it. Definitely. But yeah, any, toys that, any toys that, that, that went to... Uh, uh, 
any any merchandise that is a toy set that or uh, that that I get pop by and maybe like a play set and little figures that I want to play with. I I'd be done with that. <laughs> yeah. So as for me for twenty twenty one, I you know I I've talked about this before and I still want it to happen. You know I you know I love the episode horoscope with Lincoln and Roddy and focusing on the relationship, but I really just want an episode about Lincoln and Roddy and that's like a Click and McCloud or Sidati episode. You know, like one where they're yes. helping each other in a situation, like working together on something or helping each other out and just focus on their friendship, their growing friendship in that way. Because Don't You Forget About Me was a great cameo, but I, but like, you know, some people complained that we shouldn't have gotten that in the episode. And I don't disagree because if you want Lincoln and Roddy and to like have fun together or something, just give us a full episode about it. You know, like, like a Click of McCloud episode or a Sidati episode. Like that's my dream episode, you know, because again, Horoscope was great, but it was like the ship. It will always be the shipping bait episode. Just give one about their close, you know, friendship in some way as a full episode, and we would all be satisfied. Like I would be happy just to get an episode about them just working together as close friends, and that's how you like build on their bond and stuff. So that's what I want to see if they do another crossover or bring Lincoln back into the Casa Grandes or Roddy Ann coming into the Loud House again and officially visiting Royal Woods by herself like Lincoln did a horoscope in the city. Like, just do that and I'll be really happy. Just, you know, because again, I, I don't want them to be afraid to do an episode about them because our, our you know, we go chaotic with when, we, when we see them together shipping, but it would just be nice to see one about their friendship. So I would like to see that yeah. further down. Um, especially especially because we have Miguel and like he knows that we like them together, like even as friends. Yeah. And we know he does too, because remember when he shared all that Ronikin art on his Instagram? <laughs> yeah, again, like he gave us that iconic moment in Curse. I'm just saying. Like, again, like Lincoln at the end of the Casa Grande episode, like, I'm sure that was his idea, you know? I'm sure he gave us that, like, I'm sure that wasn't in the script, he probably wrote that in, but, yeah, just, like, anything with them is great, of course, because I love seeing them together, but I would want, I just want a full-on episode just with them and no one else, I mean, you could pop and sit if you want, or a family member or something, or the Loud House, you can have a sister or whatever, but just them in a full-on episode about their friendship, would be great, so you could just grow their bond still. I mean, we want to see them hook up in some sort of way, but before that, just grow their bond. Um, and then, of course, Bobby and Roddy and Bonnie episode, that's my dream episode. Um, I want Arturo and Maria backstory episode. I want an episode about how they divorced and how it affected their family. Just give me a backstory episode. That's all I want with Arturo and Maria. I mean, even if they just, like, tell us how they divorced would be nice, but I want, like, an episode, like, in The Simpsons, how Homer and Marge met. I want that episode with Arturo and Maria. I want a backstory episode so badly with them. I'm so hyper-fixated on how they how they got together and divorced. Just give me a backstory episode. Um, oh, yes. The cousins need more focus, like Carlota and CJ. And, like, just let Sergio and Carl take a backseat for season two. <laughs> we had enough of them. Just give, them, give the other cousins focus. The other, like, Frida and Carlos and the others... Sid episode, we need to focus Sid episode. Give her one like Clyde had. We need to focus Sid episode. Uh, Loud House, more Lenny be the oldest sibling. More Lori in college. Give us an actual good episode with Lori in college. Not Ghosted, I'm sorry. Ghosted was not a good episode to be the first Fairway episode. Give her, give her one where she's struggling in school. Like, just 
just do that. Like, why did it have to be that episode? I don't know. But I want an actual good episode of Lori in, in college. Um, more like it is friends in middle school and the problems they're faced with that. Uh, Lily in preschool. Right, she's in preschool now, right? Yeah. So, uh, yes. Yes. I want to see a, like a Rugrats style episode with Lily in preschool. Yeah. That was one thing that I was going to say and I forgot. Yeah. Where she has like little baby friends and like they don't necessarily talk, but it's like in Rugrats where like they can talk, but it's only to each other. Yeah. Yeah, she can, yeah, she can make new friends over there. Yeah, baby friends. Yeah. And of course, my last <laughs> thing, of course, like you said, Vincent, Snotty Kid full on episode, just the three of them. Like, that will be the dream when we get a Sid, Roddy, and a Lincoln episode. Like, that it will be the dream, man, we never get that. But, um, yeah, and hopefully, I was going to say highlights for 2020, the Roddy Kid vlogs have been the most blessed thing to ever come out of the fandom, like, ever. Like, indeed. Whoever came up with that idea is so genius. I hope they got a million dollars that day. <laughs> Whoever came up with that idea for the vlogs. Because the podcast. I want the podcast to come back. Do those still exist? Yes. Yeah. Like, that's already familiar sounds. It's been gone since January. Does that podcast still exist? <laughs> I don't know. Come on. I mean, they have it. Uh, they picked up uh, uh, on a new season for, 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 for it. Uh, listen out loud. Yeah. Can they do it again? Yeah, even Casa Grande's got another season. We don't know when it's coming back, so hopefully it comes back very soon, especially during the hiatus. Because we'll need content during the hiatus, Loud House of Casa Grande's. Give us some good stuff. But anyway, that's about it for me, like, just those ones. Alright, so we're about to wrap this up here, and uh, Vincent and Nat, thank you guys so much for coming on to my show. I had a really fun time having you both on again. So again, thank you so much for doing this again. Yeah. Hey, who was... Hey, it was great being here with, with, with you girls. All right, yeah, so, you too. Yep. So, uh, Nat, before we go, would you like to plug your social media? Yeah, so you guys can follow me on Twitter at Wyoming Parmesan. And I also have an Instagram. It's Wyoming2016. And what about you, Vincent? Will you want to plug your social media? Uh, yeah, it's my full name, Vincent Sopok. Uh, S-O-P-H-U-O-K. That's my full username, and uh, I'm on Instagram. Uh, uh, that's my last name, S-O-P-H-U-O-K. So check us out. All right, and as for me, if you have any questions about the podcast or want to discuss the podcast with me, you can contact me over at Excite Clips on Twitter or the podcast's Twitter, Casa Loud Chats. And we'll see you next time sometime in 2020 or 2021 because this is my official last show for 2020. <laughs> Very crazy that I've been doing this show for like, now it's going to be two years, but this is my official last episode for 2020 because, again, we are on hiatus for both shows. Hopefully... Unless they just pull out a last minute episode, but no, they're not going to do that because it's December, so it's the hiatus month. So we'll probably be back sometime in January because that's when the shows mostly come back in January. So again, we'll see you all next time. Hope you guys have a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year on Casa Loud Chat.